Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, Get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on up, get up, get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, like a sex machine, get on Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Sort of. We <laughs> say to you, God morning, Georgia. Good morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Forest Park. Forest Park, yes, indeed, yeah. home of the uh, new Heinz Field uh, football field down there at Forest Park High School. From the, ke- the ketchup money? Uh, no, Heinz Ward. Oh, okay. Heinz Ward. Well, yes. you say Heinz, you got to start with that, then you yeah, work down. Yeah, yeah, no, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, the pride of Forest Park High School, now has the field. Is it either the field or the stadium, but it has been don- uh, de- dedicated to him. So, you know, he's the he's pride of the Heinz, uh, that part of the area, the Hall of Famer, Heinz Ward. Uh, nice nugget. Thank you very much. That was the uh, voice of obviously our producer, Eric's, uh, Eric Slaughter. Now, uh, we got, Eric, you, we got a lot of folks looking at your watch or looking at the clock and, and, and making a Scooby-Doo noise like, Ooh. wait, wait, what, what's going on here? Last two weeks ago or a week or so ago, we came on an hour late. Yep. And now this Saturday, we're doing this thing an hour early. Our own bodies are looking at us saying, what, what, what's going on here? Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I've been up for a minute, but Listen, as they say, may you live in interesting times. And there is a uh, transition that's going on at our radio station. Basically, it's all surrounding football. Right? We're a sports talk station, and this is the time of year that you know everybody waits for. Whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's pro, anything else, it is football season. You know, it was that old joke, there's only two seasons in, football in sports season in America. And, yeah, And not football season? And, well, waiting for football waiting season. Waiting for football season, okay. Yeah. Um, so, because of that, we're going to be, we meaning the station, is going to be adding on some shows. Uh, Sam and I have, have altered the times that we come on on the weekends when football season starts. We've been doing that traditionally. So, um, But for a while, you know, during the pandemic and shortly thereafter, we didn't have a Saturday show. Right. And it's not really often the times you come on, but often the times you finish. Well, yeah, that's true. But it, it, I, I'm giving the bigger picture. Yeah. And maybe more information that they care about, but still. The Saturdays are going to be strange moving forward, and th- and that's fine. Just just don't think that we're not going to be here. It's just strange. There's, a, there's an ebb and flow to this, this um, getting us prepared to present football to you the best way possible. How's that about, about, about the best way to put that, Eric? Man, you are 
that corporate you you boy, I tell you, that's why you who you are, man. You talking that corporate horn today. So it ain't so much corporate, it's just real. I mean, I ain't gonna bring nobody in nobody's office, you know, but I'm just gonna give you an overview of what's going on. So we I we never lie to you, and you know when Sam's here, um we, he does the same. Hey, speaking of Sam, and Eric can attest to this, you know, these guys on Friday nights do the high school scoreboard show. High school football scoreboard show, H Triple S, and it's in its third week. And Eric is one of the uh, roving correspondents. I don't know. where We'll talk about where you were in a second. But Sam, along with Chris Parker, are your, are your, you know, your anchors for that. They are getting started at 7 o'clock every Friday and go until the last game, which will put him pretty much on until after midnight. Ain't no way in the world we're going to have Mr. Crenshaw to get up a few hours later and come in here and do this nonsense. All right? So – Sam will be off while he's doing his high school show. In the meantime, very capable hands of Eric Slaughter and myself uh, will handle Saturday mornings, regardless of how it looks and sounds moving forward. But we're going to be here Saturdays, and then Sam and I will be back on Sundays. Like tomorrow, we'll be back together. Sam's going to have a whole lot of stuff to talk about because not only the high school show, but he's headed out with Georgia State today, right? I'd just like to be on that bus ride, Eric. Uh over great. I want to know how it's going to be on the way back, depending on what happens on the field. <laughs> yeah, and he was so pleasant last last week after a long Saturday of working. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> really, really am. Um, but last thing you need to do is clam up on me. All right, we we, yeah. we need we need that we need that. I need to hear you from time yeah. to time. Don't clam up on me. No, but um, um, so. I just, again, wanted to give you an overview of what's going on here. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're still going to handle our business here. We're going to be here just for a few hours this morning. And when we do do the Saturday show, it will be starting, moving forward, at least until after high school football season, starting at 5 o'clock. 5 a.m. When it ends, that remains to be seen. <laughs> okay. When it ends, it may, but I'm going to be here. we got guests. I got a guest coming up. I can't wait to talk to Terrell Thomas in the six o'clock hour. Let me say that again. Darn. In the six o'clock hour. Should, should I start calling him now? <laughs> no, he's okay. <laughs> he got he got youngins in the house. He assures me uh, that get him up. Yeah. So he ain't, we ain't got to worry about. Daddy, Aaron. what's for breakfast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go go ask your mother. That's what, that's how that works. So t- listen, Terrell's going to join us. We got questions for him. Listen, even before this Donovan Mitchell nonsense happened, and the people, the best part about this is, you know, and Nick fans are going crazy because they couldn't get him. They couldn't get him, and they were they Knicks were about fans, to get him. You know, it's right. Nick's fans going crazy because they couldn't get anybody. Nope. They didn't make that one major um, uh, free agent move. Of course, unless unless you count the, the point guard they got from from Dallas, you uh, Brunson, all that money they gave him, and then almost couldn't give it to him. I want to ask you a question and sure. give me an honest answer. Mm-hmm. And I just broke my cardinal rule <laughs> that I said to you last week, but you didn't know a question was coming. Yeah. Um, who has a more overinflated opinion of their own importance, Cowboy fans or Nick fans? Cowboy fans. Really? That was easy. America, quick. America's team entitlement. Yeah, but they, see, they didn't they won were... since the since the Knicks have won. Uh... Nick's ain't one since since but, Nixon but was out, president. But, but outside of the New York metropolitan area, how many real noise do Knicks fans make? Knicks fans ain't making noise in California. Knicks fans ain't making noise in because uh, you got New Yorkers out there. Yeah, but that's not, one of those not like not like Cowboys fans are. No, I I mean I understand, and you're right. That that's why I brought those two teams, you know, and, into and this, this conversation. And, and I, this is my last point. 
I've never met a New York Knicks fan that I can say, so where are you from? I'm from New York. I can meet a Dallas Cowboys fan that couldn't find Texas on a map. But they are are a card-carrying member of Cowboys Nation. I've never understood that. And you meet them everywhere. Oh, I love the Cowboys. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Utah. What does that make sense for? Well, now, see, all right, I got to push back on that one. Because we have Braves fans all over the Southeast. They're not from Atlanta. But we can, all, of, of all of them give you a reason why. Because I grew up watching the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Every day of the week, I got to watch the Braves. Well, it's the same thing with the Cowboys, don't you think? No, I don't. Why? Because they jumped on a train that never came through their town. That's why. <laughs> Okay. All right. This seems like a I'm 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 like a whack a ball. I'm I'm knocking down your argument. So this this morphs into more of your problem with cowboy fans, which I understand completely. I completely understand. It's more of just an issue you got with cowboys fans because there are a lot. Listen, I grew up in Chicago. WGN was a superstation. Right. There were people in Utah watching the Bulls. Watch well, Well, the Bulls, but more the Cubs. Cubs, Right. Watching the Cubs became Cubs fans. Harry Mm -hmm. Carey and before that Jack Brickhouse and all them dudes. Once again, a logical answer. Okay. Cowboys two, two were networks. But, but Monday but Monday night football going back to when it started would always put the Cowboys on. The um the Sunday games it always seemed like the, and here's the other reason. They gave themselves that name. And I think this They is, did not give themselves that name. They they were kind of branded that and they were not the team that was originally asked to be considered to have that name. They were not. Okay, well there's various stories as to how they got that. Yeah, one of them one of Yes, you're right. You're right. Um one of them is that they had All-American as their quarterback from Navy, right? And Roger Staubach. Uh-huh, so that's kind of where I heard it coming from. Um, but, yeah, again, an overinflated opinion of their own importance. And they, won it, they ain't won it since the 90s and Clinton was president. But, I mean, you got to go back a couple since <laughs> from then to uh, get a Knicks championship. So I just I was just curious as we sit here and talk about that. But this all swirls around the fact that we're going to have a conversation with Terrell Thomas coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. 6.20, we're going to talk about that, the Hawks' schedule, and everything basketball-related. But uh, before then, listen, let's, let's talk about what we saw last night. We're going to get into the Braves in a bit here. We also got some, a little casting call for you. Oh, and by the way, I mentioned Sam earlier, uh, the high school scoreboard show. Which was record-breaking last night in, in a sense of how good it was and some of the, some of the um, guests that he had and we well, had. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. That, let's, let's not just smooth over this because yeah. we got to fill time in this 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> um, no, what do you mean? Re- I, okay, before you elaborate, mm-hmm. I know that there was a possibility of two two very special school days guests. And that's what I was getting to. I was going to announce it. And we've done this for the last couple of weeks. One of the standout features of the high school football scoreboard show is a segment called School Days, where Sam and Chris talk to a guy who is, you know, just well-known throughout the world of football. Hall of yes, Famer, multiple trophy winners. But they're not going to talk about their pro career. Mm-hmm. Not going to talk about their college career. Right. It's all about what they did on the high school level. Preach. And we started with Jamal Lewis the first uh, the first week. Last week we had DJ Shockley. Yes. And this week, if I'm not mistaken, we got a Hall of Famer. We got a Hall. You got. Oh, excuse me. You guys got a Hall of Famer. We're going to replay it. George Rogers. Am I correct? You are correct about that. George Rogers was the featured school days guest, and of course that would be a theme because of Georgia State playing South University of South Carolina today. Yep. He's a University of South Carolina alum, and then they had a future Hall of Famer. Well, 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 no, okay, yeah, we don't want to uh, – he told me he teased that. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're going to save that. Okay. Let's just save it because if Let's we got it. it. Yeah, yeah, because we talked about this yesterday. Sam and I said, listen, you don't know what kind of technical glitch. You don't know, you know what could happen moving forward. So instead of hitting them over the head with two, we just give them the one, and we, we later on we'll tease who's coming up next week. Because I don't know that Sam wants that, wants that out there yet because he may run it as if it's original. Did, or did they run it last night? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They, so they ran, ran both of them? I, they absolutely did. Okay, so you're talking about Cam. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, never mind. Nobody sent me a memo. <laughs> <laughs> See, I set this all up like the conversation I had at 6 o'clock yesterday, and then ain't nobody sent me a memo that they were going to play both of them. Well, let's talk about that for a second. You yes. had you So you had George Rogers on the show last night, right. and they played Cam Newton. Yeah. Well, they didn't play. He he joined the the show in a different segment. They didn't what? call that segment School Days. Okay, so fill me in on what happened. So uh, Cam has a event going on today. One of the you know Cam is a very philanthropic guy. He does a lot of things to give back to the community, and he has an event going on today. And he joined the show last night to not only talk about, of course, his time as a high school athlete, but to also to promote the event that he has going on today right. at Lakewood Stadium. Ah, you know it's right next to Lakewood Stadium, the Lakewood Amphitheater. But I hope no. I'm not sure what it is. Screen Gems Movie Studio. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right I knew there. that was over there as well. Yes. Sorry, but, I did necessary roughness. Anyway, it's a TV show, not the movie. Yes, 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 yes. yes. All right, so, but that one wasn't recorded, was it? So he was just basically promoting his event. It wasn't so much they got into his days uh, playing high school here. Well, of course. They touched on it. Exactly, yes. But, yes, that was a um, promotional-type interview to talk about the big event he's got going on today. But, of course, they got into all that. He talked about how – uh, you know, important his high school career was. And not only that, how important the people who made a difference, because I heard um, Chris, when they were reflecting on it, he talked about his basketball coach, his his position coaches, all the people that made a difference in his life and why now he gives back so much to the youth of the area that he grew up in in the city of Atlanta. Are you still surprised he's not on somebody's roster? I am not. Yeah, I was wondering about it. And see, that's the hard answer to come out with quickly. Because yeah. you, you've seen those last few. Listen, he, he may venture down a whole other avenue, whether it's fashion or something else, that keeps him relevant, visible, mm-hmm. all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's got and, too many uh, different other endeavors. But you said future Hall of Famer? You, Absolutely. You, yes, I would give him that. The way he impacted the game, the way he changed the game, what he did for his, you know, if, if T.D. Darrell Davis, another, you know, Georgia, ex-Georgia high school football player, can – get in for that small impact he had his four or five years. Cam had a 10-year run where he was a major difference maker where he changed the game. There are several quarterbacks, and they, you know, they touched on that a little bit last night. There are several quarterbacks who emulated him that owe what he did and how he became the 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 newest of the dual well, threat quarterbacks. Well, 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 okay, but I don't know that I say he changed the game. He, Absolutely. He, I, okay, we, we our, our roads split at that point. Was what Doing what Okay, if you want to call him a, a hybrid, if you will, is not necessarily a mobile quarterback. I don't want to label him with that, but he did a number of things. But the other thing is why he got away with why he got you know the stuff he got away with was because of the size. Well, that's, that's, that's why he you changed can't the just, game. But you can't be you, he was that's not something you can hand well, you can't hand that down to others. You can hand like all right, we want to go back. A running style quarterback. Um 
if you got the speed, you can be that. Lamar Jackson, we know about what's, what happened here with number seven. Uh, I mean, you can go back to Fran Tarkington. But in my mind, Cam did what he did because he was just this – he was Shaq-like at that position. And there weren't many people who could just – you could find those guys. So you just made his Hall of Fame uh, – you but know, that doesn't. I, he didn't. I didn't. I don't, when when you say changed, other people can't come in and emulate being six, whatever he is, you know, and 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 harness that speed and all that. But again, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying that part of it, changing the game, is is up for debate. I got no beef with Cam Newton, man. Uh, MVP. I got no problem with him if they do bring him in. I really don't. Um, but we can talk more football, which we will later on in the show. I got a, another pointed question for you about some of the events of this past week, what was more important. But up next, these Braves. I sure would like to have seen it last night. They, even if you didn't have Apple TV, you didn't get a chance to check it out. But we have some sound from it. They got the wins. That's all that matters. And obviously, we will be getting into the queen of the court, Serena, and what happened last night. It's uh, Greg and Eric in for Sam and Greg. We're going to have some fun this morning. Absolutely. Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Oh, what's he going to do? You want to get down? Tell me. Oh, what's he going to do? Do you want to get down? Yeah, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this third day of September. Mr. Crenshaw is uh is sleeping like a baby right now. After, after <laughs> no. doing his <laughs> he ain't sleeping. He up he up game prepping for Actually, he's probably for South right. Carolina. He's probably right. Um but uh, on the heels of the third installment of the high school football scoreboard show, Friday night, seven PM. Check it out. Him and uh Sam and Chris Parker, along with Eric, uh, Day-Day, uh, Stevie G, uh, Garrett. Who am I missing? Um, uh, Dylan is, of course, the producer Dylan, in-house. Okay. Sometimes we will have Simone out. She was not out last night, and um, that was it. Everybody last night. Well, again, the, the um, listen, it, it, it's all you need to know as far as high school football. Friday night high school football is only one place. To, if you're not out at the game, you want to be listening to the the high school's football scoreboard show, uh, just period, because they get you guys are fanned out throughout the uh, well northern part of the state at least. I don't think y'all going south of Macon, no, but y'all you got it covered, and so that along with the school day segment. And last night you guys had a double header because you got not only George Rogers, which by the way we're going to play that segment for you coming up top of the hour, but you also talked to Cam Newton last night. Hopefully we can get some audio of that. But say we're going to have Sam in here tomorrow. We'll be talking about it. By the way, you got us for the next two days. I didn't say yes, that last night. Yeah. yeah, it's a holiday weekend, and they always go. They go to the bench there and bring out their uh, Mariano Rivera, and that's us. That's me. That's me and Sam. So we will be with you Labor Day morning uh, from six until ten. In for John and Hugh, uh, but we'll be back at our usual spot tomorrow talking about this. Uh, so again, you you have to hear this, and and the, and the conversations that Sam and Chris have with these all-time greats, um, has really been eye-opening. And, and you could hear the excitement in their voice. You heard it in Jamal Lewis. You heard it in DJ Shockley, how happy they are that they get a chance to talk about their high school football days and that people are interested in it. And and, and both of them are thrilled, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing George Rogers. I purposely don't listen on Friday nights because I'm, I'm looking forward to it the next day. 
I get my natural reaction from it. So we'll be talking about that again. We're going to replay school days coming up, top of the hour. Um, listen, man, what did you watch? What did you see? And I know you were out working, but this week overall, yes. as you've watched Serena Williams, yes. what do what appreciation do you have for what you're watching? Because it doesn't happen that often. No. It happens. We've had the chance to see a couple in a in – a, actually, I, I can think of three – that uh, we've had a chance to watch as they have hit that ninth, you know, that 18th hole of their career, if you will. Right. And uh, golf analogy, we'll just mention Tiger being one. <laughs> we don't know if he's coming back, but he ain't going to be Tiger again. Yeah. It was nice that he did that Iron Man thing where he came and walked Masters and made the cut. And but we don't, we don't need it. We don't need to see it. Who's and the third that you're thinking about? I Tiger, Serena, okay. Okay. and. Not retired, but still playing. And by the way, could be the story of the week is Brady. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. We were talking about Serena uh, and what she's done, but I think the story, the sports story of the week, if you want to believe the reports, is that there is problems in paradise. Happy wife, happy life. Giselle is not happy about Tom being back, and, and now it sheds a light on that time he had to go away. Maybe it wasn't all that mass Singer stuff. No. Well, I said that last week when y'all brought it up. I was like, isn't well, that I, I just said, secret? I just said it was – I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I don't think it happened, but I wouldn't be surprised. But it was it was his appearance when he came back. It was like the dude was gone for how long, 11 days or – Yeah, not quite two weeks. Yeah, did, he, quite two did he eat at all during that time? Because he, he looks skinny, doesn't he? He looked like he was came back. He was frail. on – like he, he didn't go on mass Singer. He went on that, that whatever Survivor Island or whatever yeah. it's called. He looked gaunt. And you got to wonder if that person who isn't mentally focused on what you got to do to be that person at that position and everybody's coming for him. Yeah, but Troy Aikman came to his defense. You, you hear, hear something? did not hear. Do you have yeah. sound of it or are you just going to tell us? What I happened? can find Well, Troy just said, look, there's no person. He's like, there's no QB in this game more focused and more dedicated than Tom Brady. And when the lights come up. In a couple of days, that Tom Brady will be ready. He he just was like, look, that's a professional, and he is going to be a professional. Do you see a Tom Brady putting his family life on the not on the back burner, but in a way that if there is strife at home that he can't think about, it, he can't bring that on the field, man. You you got to go home and sleep at night. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. So what that 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 analogy from from Troy Aikman that's great, but that's when what we have believed to be a very steady home life. We ain't heard about no problems with, with with Brady and his family or Giselle. Like we've known Giselle would like him to retire. Mm-hmm. We've heard that. That's the word though I hear. Like. We she would like him to retire. She'd love it if he spent more time with the family. Those are some of the reports we've heard. But now we're hearing about she's like I mean, it's really kind of funny. The things I heard. Oh, you want to yeah. go back to work? Okay, I'm gonna go back to work. Okay. And I'm gonna make four times as much as you. Nobody's hitting me, you know. It, it, it's as if their 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 kids are being yanked in different directions. One week they're in SoFi Stadium watching Daddy, and next time they're in Milan watching Mommy. Yep, yep. yep. And uh, 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 you know we were supposed to be talking about Serena. Here we go. I know. This see, <laughs> I know. Let me real is boy. But see, this is what we do. This yep. is what we it was barbershop. We're sitting in the chair. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Eric and I are here, um, and we started talking about Serena. But see, here's the thing: so many things have been said about her. But again, I know that you weren't focused last night. No. On the last match, but you have seen and heard all the conversations this week. Now that she is, 
evolving mm-hmm. out of what she does. If, what's your genuine appreciation for what you've been watching? Well, first thing is this. You know, I was so happy that she made it past the first round. Yeah. We knew she had to take on number two in the world in the second round. I guess maybe that took more out of her. The number than, two seed. Yeah. No, um, you know, you know, because they were like, she was number three in the world, right? Number two seed, number three in the world, maybe whoever. But I was hoping that she could get at least to week number two. But she didn't get that far. You know, you know, they always talk about, you know, her last year, her record's not great, but she had a great performance. And this week, the the crowds and the admiration and what the reporters and everyone has done to shine her light, you got to give credit to all of them. And they knew what they were seeing. We, they've been preparing for this for months, and it was just been great all week. And that's the problem with that a lot of people have is because they've been pe- preparing for the Serena we've watched lately, and yeah. that is exiting from, you know, Tournaments in the first round, first right. or second and round. Thank for that she made okay, the third so round. we want to be able to acknowledge her greatness. So we better plan this thing for the first because if we planned it for, you know, any other time, she could not be here. We want to make her stay in New York and come back and all that sort of stuff. And I think that last night was a byproduct of her doing what she had to do with her sister. Oh. Because you had you had to give Venus one more time in the spotlight too. Because everything you got and you heard her say it last night. And if you didn't hear it, she mentioned there ain't no Serena unless there's Venus. Well, if you didn't hear, why don't we play it for you? Well, go ahead. I just thank everyone that's here that's been on my side so many years, decades. Oh my gosh, literally decades. Um, but it all started with my parents. And they deserve everything, so I'm really grateful for them. Oh my God, these are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. Yeah, and and because of that, and you know, listen, when's the last time we heard Venus make any noise? Every time I've heard. Venus's name mentioned in the last couple of years. Unfortunately, it's about her being knocked out early in a tournament. Okay, so Venus is forty-two. I understand years that. I'm saying. Old. I'm saying that. I, I completely understand that. I'm saying it because if Serena's going to exit stage left at this U.S. Open, and Venus hasn't had anything really to, you know, to make noise about as far as her ascending deeply into tournaments, those two together are beyond reproach the best doubles team the women's side, and so give them one more time, one more chance yeah. to, or excuse me, Serena's giving her sister one more chance in the spotlight because okay. now that she's been knocked out. Mm-hmm. But the timing of that was uh, was cumbersome because then she had to go play. So she played. She won her second match. Then the next day she had to go play doubles. They got knocked out. Then she had to come back last night. And as you said, there's a four in front of her age, not a three or a two. Yeah. Okay, so the recovery or one. time. Or one. Yeah, or one. <laughs> um, so the recovery time, is it's understandable that she's yeah. not going to be there. So last night um, was bittersweet in a way because maybe she could have ascended deeper into this, or descended. I don't know what's the word to use there. Anyway, she could have gone farther in the tournament. But here's the thing. To me, it was great in that she got a chance to, to have all the pomp and circumstance. You know, she was awash with it. Mm-hmm. Then you had the next match where she kind of stuck it to everybody going, oh, y'all think I'm done now? Watch this. Boom. And then, of course, she got the love last night. Now we can focus on something that's just as important. 
let's start focusing on what would hopefully be the, the next the torch. American yeah. queen. Yeah. Now, Matt, she beat Madison Keys, who was American yesterday, Mm -hmm. but let's see what Coco's doing. Not only that, let's look and see what we have another all-time great who's about to hit another hit a milestone and would be tied with Serena. And so let's have there you go. And let's have this week to have that spotlight shine on them. This is I mean, this could be one of the greatest weeks in the history of tennis for a lot of different reasons. Um, and I've been watching tennis since I was a little kid. I grew up watching the Pete Sampras versus um, Agassi. Agassi rivalry. That got me into tennis. Okay. Um, so I, I can appreciate it, and I'll be happy to watch it uh, as the next eight days unfold. The only thing that won't make this an all-time great for me, and I think a lot of tennis fans would say the same thing, if, if Rafa got this beating Djokovic. Federer, eh, not so much. But if he beat if he beat Djokovic to win that twenty third, won't make it an all time great. No, I'm saying it would. That it, would make it. Okay. I think this is going to be great if he wins it. But he won't. It won't have that same sort of oomph unless if, he goes through Djokovic. If he went through Djokovic, who's not there obviously, right. and and beat the number one. That's the that's the 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 guy who's actually still considered the gold standard when it comes to tennis, and he's just a couple behind. I mean, listen, when Rafa exits, you know. General consensus is is, is he's Joe the king Kovic's of clay. Gonna, yeah. He's is the king of clay, and yeah. Margaret Court was the king of Australia, queen of Australia. And there are people who who got it done on the on the on the clay too, as far as the women's side. But still, Djokovic is probably going to pass him. He's probably going to get more than if, if Rafa gets twenty three. I think he's sitting at twenty right now. Um, Djokovic maybe twenty one. I don't have it in front of me, but he will win a few more majors. He's just that good, and I don't see anybody on the men's side keeping him from doing that. Maybe maybe uh um Karios. Not Karyos. from keeping him from I mean he'll, I'm he'll, saying he's he'll the keep next... him from sweeping every single one but he, over the next five years. You hope that he's that guy because he's he's comfortable wearing the black hat. He's got the game. He went to the finals with him against in, in, in Wimbledon. I don't know that he's gonna beat him regularly, but he can aggravate the you know what out of him. And that may just be enough to get him. I mean, do the old, uh, you know, McEnroe thing where you just upset your your opponent to the point where they start, you know, mentally getting out of it. But that aside, this upcoming week will be special for different reasons. They are only one apart, sir. So he's got uh, Djokovic has got 20, 21. 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know he passed them because yep. he didn't play in the front. So, yeah, that's um, – that's just again take a second and and realize what you're watching if you're a tennis fan this next week and they don't, we don't have to worry about because Serena would just swallow up everything else surrounding right. this you tournament got that part over with and now you can and she had a the, great week she had a great yeah yeah you, uh, do you, I mean honestly do you think she could have closed the door on this thing and and and, and won it all it I don't it would have been tough yeah it would have been real tough yeah, I would have been majorly surprised if she made it to the semis. She was huffing and puffing last night in a yeah. way you ain't seen Serena. Not only that, there were a lot of unforced errors, and she just didn't have her legs because yeah. when you start hitting that many into the net, you're not getting yourself in position. All the players will tell you that, but, man, appreciate what you have seen when you've, when you've watched Serena Williams. And we all know the story. We don't have to get told it, but, you know, when you saw it live last night, you knew just the reaction, just the, the visceral way she made people just react to the things that she was doing was that was 
even more excited about watching that match last night. Anyway, we'll talk more, Serena. Obviously, Sam's going to have something to say about this tomorrow. We'll continue. Coming up top of the hour, speaking of Mr. Crenshaw, we are going to replay School Days from last night's high school football scoreboard show featuring George Rogers. That's coming up top of the hour. But up next, got to talk about them Braves. And they're continuing their climb up. And just we in the Mets back. Y'all better be paying attention. We're in your back. Now in September, this is where you overtake them. We're going to talk to them next. Sam and Greg with Eric Slaughter. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg with Eric Slaughter in this morning from Mr. Crenshaw. Hey, you want to hear something insignificant information real quick? Love to. That that song you just played? Yes. Remember the video to it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. The dudes who shot that video were the ones who did my Sprite commercial. Oh, okay. The two French guys. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Didn't and was just just popped in my head and thought about that in forever. Sam and Greg again on this uh, third day of uh, September, the Saturday morning. A very unique sort of beginning to what Saturdays will sound like with Sam and I and, and Eric uh, moving forward. But we're going to make the most of it and have some fun. Again, coming up top of the hour, we're going to replay the uh, school days from last night's High School Scoreboard Show, Mr. Crenshaw, Chris Parker, featuring George Rogers, but you just heard a couple deep ones uh, in last night's Braves game. Didn't get a chance to watch it, but um, listen, the youth is being served again. It continues to. because oh, Grissom, Grissom and, and Harris. And oh, Harris man. both went deep along with Austin Riley getting 34 and and, and Travis Darno. He, he's You know what he's been doing? He, he's, he got back from that, you know, little Nick, Nick he had earlier in the season, mm-hmm. and he's been hearing all this, you know, Oh, that he might lose Contra- his job. He's yeah. been hearing all this Contreras talk. Mm. That's that's kind of what happened with Bubba Wallace when Michael Jordan kind of did that Steve Kerr on him. So yeah, we just we got this guy Bush over here, <laughs> and you know him and his brother they're pretty good in the sport. We're going to have him in one of our cars. Next thing you know, is watch top this five, top five finish. Yeah, top three watch, finish. Watch this. Yeah, you know, got a way of tweaking these guys. But as you watch the Braves, they still sit three behind the Mets. Mets can't the- lose. Man, come on, Mets lose a game. <sighs> Do you really hang your hat on the fact that the Mets, again, I realize they're doing what they're doing and they got two of the top pitchers in the game, but I I want them to just be consistent, which means at some point during this this last month, this last run, something will happen. Well, they'll hit a, they'll hit a Yankees-like skid. You hope that whatever happens with the Mets, you hope it sort of leaves the Bronx and, and sort of floats over to Queens. And, and, and rest in there in City Field. But, yeah, you're right. They're just you, – you don't want it to come down to that next-to-last series with the Braves. But even if it comes down to it, I don't want to have to go in and have to sweep to have yeah. a chance at it. Get it down to two. At least get it down. Give me one game between now and the end of the month before they show up again at Truist. So that way, even if I take two out of three, now I'm one behind and 
you know, I don't want to have to try to sweep. That Trying to get a sweep. We've seen the Braves getting the sweeps. That's, it's, even though they get few, a lot of times they'll win that first two and then they'll lose that third one. Or they'll, win, they'll lose the first and win the last two. Just a sweep is hard. It's tough to get a sweep. It is, so. it is but during the season, as you, as you describe, the urgency isn't there like it will be end of September, October, and, and once the playoffs start. Listen, they're getting into the playoffs. They're going to be a wild card either way. But oh, yeah. you would like to win the division. Absolutely. All right. Um, and there's always something to be said for, you know, the matchups that you will have if you're a wild card versus a division winner. So, again, let's see it play out. But I like where they are. Um, geez. Did you get a chance to see Strider the other day? Uh, see it? No. I heard I was live on air, but I heard most of it. I, I saw highlights. Um, the man was mowing them down. He not only that, it was it was the control of his slider that made that happen. I remember watching, I literally watching Kerry Wood do what he did his rookie season. When he and he's twenty, he's, he I he struck out twenty. Game. Yeah, I remember watching that game. Yeah. Um, and and it was something special. Now that's also very bittersweet for me, because as far as I'm concerned, Dusty Baker ruined this dude. Him and Mark Pryor, they should have been that. That should have been two thirds of what we saw with the Braves during the 90s here. Right. And there are managers who you can consider great, but they have a blind spot in what they do. And some of them have to do with controlling the pitching staff. And you better have that pitching, that, that pitchers co- pitching coach that you respect, to the, which we, we so believe. So he didn't have a Leo? He didn't he have did, a Leo? He didn't have a Leo. He didn't have a Leo who, you know, he could tell his manager, I got this, and these guys respect me. Okay? But... Cubs fans who go back then will will all say that. Plus, he ran Steve Stone out. Who's a Steve Stone? I know you wouldn't know he's Cubs. He was the broadcaster with a, a longtime Cubs broadcaster. It was there with uh, Harry Carey and and and, and uh, how did Dusty back. Baker run him out? Yeah, they had a beef. They had they had some kind of issue. Steve what Stone was a Cy Young winner for the Baltimore. Hey, you should remember him. He he won it for the Orioles. In what year? I think it was like 79, 78, yeah, okay, something. Okay, uh, oh, don't give me that because you know old stats. Especially yeah, but, but okay, I, so, I got to look that one up. I know, you know, my, four, you know your my history? 420 game winners in the 80s, but okay. I don't know Steve Stone. Okay, well, Steve Stone, he, was, he wasn't an all-time great pitcher, but he had one year of, of, of excellence in the American League. But the point wow, is okay. that Dusty left the mark. He left a sour taste in, in, in Cubs fans' mouth. That's all Listen I'm saying. Listen to me. It all goes away if Moises Alou catches that foul ball. Dusty would be a no, a, no, 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 no. It's not. Yes, that was part of it, but it was also they had a chance with a double play that was messed up that could have been handled. Typical ground ball right to the shortstop's name. Mm-hmm. People are screaming it at me right now, but that double play would have ended the game too. So there were a lot of things that History could have ended. History could have changed. Yep. History yeah. could have changed. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. But when you look at Spencer Strider right now and you think about what could be coming into the playoffs, this is a guy who was in the bullpen. It was right? a guy that was and, in, maybe going to be in the minors. Right, but he was in the bullpen to yeah, start this season right. and, and, and brought his way back. And now, will you say that he's the, he's the ace of this staff? No. Probably not, no. no. But then what you want is you want that dude. You want that dude in your, in, in your rotation mm-hmm. coming into the playoffs now. because now you got to get past Freed and you look at what else you got there and, oh, we got to worry about this guy who's pitching game three. Okay, now, so remember this. Like, oh, and I'm glad you said that. Remember when we had, uh, you know, of course, we have Corey on all the time, and I asked him, I said, Corey, what's the rotation going into the playoffs? I don't know that he needs to be game three. 
Charlie Morton is a veteran. Yes, Charlie Morton has great stuff. He had good stuff he, uh, last night. Charlie Morton will give you a game or two where he throws a clunker. I don't just pencil Charlie Morton into my game two starter just because I go with who is the hottest in my rotation. And, and, and matchups. Yes. And matchups too, depending so, on who you're playing and their I lineup. Mean, and Brian, as far as, as good as Bobby Cox was as a Braves manager, I think that one of the reasons that we only had one World Series championship out of that run in the 90s is because he would not alter his rotation. Okay. And I can give I can I can pinpoint the, the really changed. What year was that? Two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. Kevin Millwood, best pitcher on the Brave staff. Second half of the year, he was something ridiculous, like thirteen and one with a one point five ERA. He finished second in the Cy Young that year to Randy Johnson. Going into the playoffs, they said, Bobby, who's starting game one? Well, I gotta go with Maddox. He's the veteran. Da da da. Maddox got shelled in game one. Bobby, who's game two? Well, Tommy Glavin, he's a veteran. He pitched well. They still lost. They went down 0-2. You know what Millwood did in Game Three? Complete game one hitter. We out of the series. We out of the playoffs in Game Four because we lost a three-one to I want to say it was the Houston Astros that year. He should have went to Millwood no later than Game Two, if not Game One, because Millwood was the best pitcher in baseball the second half of the season. Okay, you started though at 2001. I thought you were gonna when you talk about that 14-year run of division wins yeah. and what Bobby Cox should or shouldn't have done. Uh, you could look at a, you could go back nearly ten years or, or eight years or so and talk about some things that happened and and his handling of that bullpen. And by the way, the big three wasn't the big three no, when they got when they Avery. went to those first few. Well, yeah. when they went to those first few World right. Series, well, Maddox wasn't even on the team. No, he wasn't. Yeah. And, but you could also look at a Ron Gant running error, okay. getting deked out there. Lonnie Smith. There right, were a number I, of different things. My that whole happened. thing was the rotation. I'm talking about what did he do with the rotation and the fact that it was always when they got into the later part, it was always, oh, Maddox won, Glavin two. Maddox won, Glavin two. He would never change it. Even when Smoltz was winning Cy Young's, Smoltz didn't start game one in the in the playoffs. Maddox won. Maddox won. Maddox won. Why? Because the guy had three at that point, two or three or all four Cy Young's. Depending I, I understand on what year that. you're well that that answers your question. No, but it's Why? a bad answer. Well, no. Why is it a bad answer? Because if he doesn't start the a, guy with a Cy Young, uh, with a with a pocket full of Cy Youngs. He's going to get questioned about that, and there was no reason. Look, and hindsight can tell us that Maddox wasn't a great playoff pitcher. We all know that now. But you still got this dude sitting on you. I'm right, right? He wasn't a very exactly okay. So he wasn't. But that's with hindsight. While you're in the midst of it, going. From, okay, you lost the first two, you, you got beat by Toronto, you got beat by Minnesota in those first two World Series. You can talk about 93, whatever. 94, well, that's the strike. 95, they come back and win it. 96, it, these guys took off against the Yankees and won the first two games. This 19-year-old kid named Andrew Jones cracks out two home runs, yeah, okay. and they come back here in the Cub Factor, which we, that's a whole other argument, and, and, and whatever happened unraveled to where the Yankees won that series here in Atlanta Jim for Larry's, the most part. Oh, right. Larry's, oh. And then you got 97. There are there are all kinds of little Chattahoochee twists and turns with what was – I can't put it all on Bobby Cox and his handling of the rotation. I do well, get what it, you're saying. No, no, I completely say what you're saying. But that one World Series could have had another one long before 2001 for some mishaps and, you know, things that, that went the wrong way for this Braves team. Absolutely. I think this – Bobby Cox, and I've actually said this, Bobby Cox used to be one of my regular customers in my previous career. 
you know, for everything <laughs> that right. he is, everything that he did, he missed. He was outmanaged by Jim Leland and Tony Larusa regularly in the postseason. He's not the game executioner. He's not the in-game manager that those guys are. Jim Leland's not in the Hall of Fame. Jim Leland outmanaged Bobby Cox in I'm the playoffs. I'm just saying, Jim Leland ain't in the Hall of Fame. But Jimmy, I get what you're saying. I, hey, listen, I'm not listen. I'm not throwing complete cold water on your on your um, opinions here about this because there, there's there's merit to it. Everybody's arguing. That's what happens when you get 14 years straight of of doing. People can pick and choose where they look at where the obstacles were, and if they were handled differently, would have you know they, the team would have prevailed. Uh, so I'm just saying I would have thought you would have started earlier than 2001. Well, that was the that well, like I said that was the one that really stood out to me when Millwood was by. I mean, there was no debate who was the hottest, not just the hottest pitcher, the most dominant pitcher in baseball the entire second half of the season. He was like 12 and one, and I mean I may be a little off my numbers, but the second half of baseball, Kelvin Millwood was by far the best pitcher, and really was carrying the Braves. Who are you going with game one, Bobby? I'm going with Maddox. Why? Because he's Greg. Uh, are you talking 2001? 2001. Okay, well, because he's Greg Matt. What was his record that season? Leading into the World Series that you have a problem with how he was being used. What, they, do you remember they, they, his they, they got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. I'm, no, I'm asking you what was his record. No, I, I don't remember. And if you don't have it off the top yeah, of your head, yeah. I, I would imagine you no, wouldn't. No. But if you look at his record, I would imagine that Bobby Cox is not putting somebody out there who's 500 or or a less than 500 pitcher. But but okay. what, but when you got a pitcher who has not lost in three months – and, you know, pitcher, and okay. how much how much playoff experience that Mill would have versus the other two guys? Because it's a different it's a different mindset. Yes, yep. hindsight and that's why they went out in the first round. And that's why they went out yeah. in the first round. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. This little center court uh, back and forth between Eric Slaughter and myself is a tribute to Serena. We talked about her <laughs> earlier. Uh, Eric is in for uh, Sam. Sam, uh, of course, on the heels of his high school scoreboard football show, uh, takes a little break on Saturday mornings. But this Saturday, as we talked about, is changing. Again, there's some people waking up going, what, what are they doing on now? What, what, what's going on? They don't start till 6 normally. Well... Things change. Things change. Things change. And watch what happens next. But coming up top of the hour in a few minutes, we're going to replay the signature segment from Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker's um, high school scoreboard football show with a host of correspondents fanned out throughout the city. They do a segment called School Days, talking to an all-time great about not their college career, not their pro career, but their time playing high school football in the state of Georgia. Last night's guest was George Rogers. We're going to replay that for you next. Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 